Hey, this is Pastor Chris Garcia from Numa Church, and we're so glad that you tuned into our podcast today. I pray that as you listen to today's message, God will speak to your heart in a powerful way. How's everybody doing? This guy's just going to ignore me, huh? How's everybody doing? All the Heat fans are in mourning this weekend. But it's okay. We made it further than the Lakers. I love Jimmy. Jimmy's wearing the D Wade shirt today, so you got to give him props. Um, there's moments like those that I wish I could sing. You know, and especially when you have this, this, this uh, wireless mic, you know, you forget sometimes. But you got, trust me, you guys don't want to hear me sing, you know? I got to be honest, you know, sometimes there's a struggle when we're in the presence, when in the presence like that, to even say things. Like, what can I say in a moment like that? What can anybody say? Father, I pray that it will come a time, my God, that we can't even minister in this place. Your cloud of glory, my God, will just rest. say we want your presence, but we want our agenda too, my God, but I want your presence over anything else, Lord. Whatever you want to do, just do it. Just do it, my God. So many broken hearts, my God. We're so broken, God, and we need you so much. Sometimes words are just not enough, Lord. Would you move Move, God. People will not be able to leave this place without encountering you, my God. We can't see every heart, but you can, my God. We can't see all the pain, but you got it. You can, my God. We can't see the brokenness, my God, but you can. We can't see the, the chains, my God, but you can. Do what only you can do, my God. Do what only you can do, my God. God, we need you so much.
Just lift up your hands wherever you're at. Just lift up your hands. The Father sees your heart. He sees your heart. He sees your pain. He is here. thank you my God we thank you for your presence in this place thank you for your love towards us my God the love that you lavish upon your children just rest in this place Lord just rest in this place. Just rest in this place. Just rest in this place.
He's more than enough, man. You don't need to add anything to him. He's more than enough. All right. I'm going to move on. At least try. Um, how many guys the Holy Spirit is doing something in your heart? Just lift your hands, man. I don't know how you're going to do the second service, bro. <laughs> so, um, Pastor Chris and Gabby are not here. You know, they are in Tampa uh, right now, and they're going to Orlando later on, you know, to go in uh, and, and minister. And we're believing that this glory, man, this presence, is, it's, I want to tell you something. This is part of our DNA. It's part of who we are. This is something that, that, and I'm not bragging, it's just, you know, we're part of the body and the part of the body that we are, it's just, this is how we are. And it's just the presence of God is so tangible in this house, you know? So you guys can't take that for granted. You know, you guys can't take that, man. As soon as you, you, you know, you're near the water, just jump in. Forget about it. Don't worry about it. If it's cold, you know, don't worry about the current. The current will take you wherever it wants to take you. Just jump in, man. And let God do his thing. So, uh, PC and Gabby, we love you. We bless you. We declare that God is doing some crazy things over there in Tampa and Orlando. And we miss you. Um, I believe we closed out of the series of the I am, I, am, I am the light of the world. I think it was the last teaching, right? Yes? How many guys were here for the, la for the end of the last series? All right, cool. And today, uh, you know, Pastor Chris asked myself and Pastor Milton. Pastor Milton is going to be... Uh, uh, gonna be bringing the word in the next service, so you can you can uh, you can double dip today. How, how many double dippers do we have in the house? Any double dippers? As long as you don't do that with chips, don't double dips and chips. That's just horrible, you know. People bite it and then they put it back in the sauce. Like, what are you doing, bro? I mean, even before COVID, like, what are you doing, man? You just slob it all over that chip. You're gonna put it back in the sauce. That's like, you know. Yeah, it doesn't flow in my house. I'll kick you out of the house for doing that now. But, you know, today we started a new series, and the series is called Shift. Everybody say shift. Come on now. Everybody say shift. All right. I think you guys fell asleep in that, in that presence. So, so peaceful that you guys have been knocking out. And we want to go really quick to, the, to Romans 12, verses 1 through 2. 1 and 2. And it says this. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior of, and the customs of this world, but let God transform you in the new into a new person by changing the way you think. <clears throat> then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect, which is good and pleasing and perfect. See, in this scripture, there's several things that, 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 that stand out to me. First, you know, it says to give your bodies to God because all he has done. So 
the, we, he's asking us to give our physical bodies, our bodies, our, 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 this to God. You know? Because everything he has done for you. So the thing is this. This is just a temple, right? This is just a, a, a vehicle for what's inside. Correct? Yes? Yes. So what happens is that the reason we value the temple is because what it carries. The reason we value the vehicle is what it, because what it carries on the inside. It's not so much what, what we can see, you know, and, you know, some of our temples are, 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 are wider than others. Some of the temples are, 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 look nicer than others. You know what I'm saying? Some of the temples have like white streams at the top of the, you know, on the, on the roof, you know, they, they're all different. What happened? A flat tire? There you go. So Jimmy has a couple flat tires, you know what I'm saying? So, so the, <laughs> I love you, Jimmy. Um, but the truth is the temple is important because what it carries, right? Because at the end of the day, we don't take this with us, correct? From dust to dust, right? The moment you pass away, if you were to dig up some of the, some of the, some of the, the, the coffins that are not, I mean, I don't recommend it. You know, you dig it up, what are you going to find? It's just dust. It's just dirt. Because that's what this is. But the Bible says that in order, he wants, he wants us to give our bodies as a sacrifice. So that means that it's not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy thing to yield this natural body to his supernatural spirit. Yes? So what happens is that in this scripture, it's, it's telling you it's going to be a sacrifice. And, and I feel like that word has kind of been dwindled away in, 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 in the church now. You don't hear sacrifice anymore. You hear like, you know, oh, he loves you. And everything's so peaceful. And, and you know, we accept everybody. And he loves everybody, which is true. He loves everybody unconditionally. But as believers, as sons and daughters of God, he's asking us to sacrifice. Sacrifice. Because what you carry on the inside is that light that changes all those that are in your sphere of influence. So there needs to be a shift in the way we do things. There needs to be a shift in the way we see things. And then this, this, this says, then it says this, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. As a man thinks, he is. Right? So you can say all you want to say, but if this is not changed, is the way you feel, your, your thought process, your thoughts don't change, you will continue being the same person. The question is, how do we shift the way we think? How does that change? Let's look at the definition of shift. And it's this. A slight change in position, direction, or tendencies. A slight change in position, direction, or tendencies. A slight change. The name of this teaching is called Slightly. Slightly, I think. There you go. Oh, look, I love that, man. Oh, man, I love that. That's like, man, that's like, that's so cool. Sorry, bro. Some of you your young people are like, what's that? Cassette. What's a cassette? It's been a crazy day. We were talking about Captain Planet in the morning. 
you know, and all these things. Some of you guys don't know what Captain Planet is. Just, just forget what I'm telling you right now. First, position. So position is where you are placed or how you are placed. So the position of this pulpit is in the front, right? It's in the front. It's in front of me, front and center. If I turn it, now it's positioned diagonally front and center. So it's not only where you are, but how you are where you are. Does that make sense? No? I'll repeat it. It's not just where you are, but it's also how you are where you are. Matthew 6.33 says this, But seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. See, you have a position. God has a position. And God is all in all. But not only is he all in all, but he's always first. So what happens is, if I'm here, God is either going to lead me, or I'm going to try to lead without him. See, you don't lead Jesus. You, you don't lead Jesus. How do you lead somebody that is already where you're going? That's why when people say, oh, I had a friend that he became a, an atheist. And he's like, oh, I don't believe this and this and that. And I told God, like, if you don't move right now, you know, then you're going to lose one of your biggest sh- soldiers. And like, how are you threatening God, bro? God is, already, God is already in the place when you're coming back to him. How are you going to threaten him when he knows you're coming back anyways? Doesn't make any sense. So what happens is position is important. Why? Because Jesus, God, the Lord, the Holy Spirit, they are first. They're not second or third or fourth. And they're not just first in one thing. They're supposed to be first in everything. Yes? He's first, he, he's first in our finances. He's first in our health. He's first in our marriage. He's first. Ask a married couple that doesn't have God as first and ask them how it's going for them. Because the truth is that our, our wives and our husbands, the husbands, they, they don't fulfill us. They're not enough. I'm definitely not enough for my wife. She needs to be saturated completely by God. And I am there to come alongside her and do what God has called us to do together here on this earth. But the position that belongs, the number one position belongs to God and God alone. So why, so, so what happens is that we pretend that we have things on our own and we, we try to take this leadership position in our life, but that's not our position. We try to lead, but we need to follow first. Every time Jesus approaches some of the, the people, the disciples, he says what? Follow me. Yes? When the guy was like, oh, I want to follow you, uh, but I have to go bury my, my father, blah, blah, blah. What do you say? Let the dead bury the dead and follow me. When Jesus talks about discipleship, he says, deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow me. See, we were never meant, we were never meant to lead without following. We must follow and then lead. What happens is that we've, be, we've, 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 we've made following an, uh, um, an option. Like, oh, I'll follow you. Oh, I don't feel like following you right now. No, no, no. Just follow. Just follow. It, either you're following or you're leading. You can't do both. So what happens is that, you know, Jesus, you know, Jesus encounters, he says, follow me. 
I'll make you fishers of men. And, and then these, 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 these disciples, they just started following Christ. We heard, we, Pastor Chris has preached several times. They, they, didn't, they, didn't, they weren't saved. They were just men walking with Jesus, the Messiah, for three and a half years. And even then, after three and a half years, one was, one was betraying them, the other one was, was, was denying them. And we, talk, and we talk bad about Peter and all these cats, but let me tell you something. We'll probably, we probably would have done worse. I would have never gotten out, out, of, the, out of the boat. I, I'm terrified of sharks. And in the middle of a storm, pfft, I would have been holding on to the, to the back of the boat. Like I would have been in the back with hair with cuddled. Like, oh my God. <laughs> you know? Like, no. You got, we, think, we say like we're going to be in the front of the boat like that, holding on to the sail. Nah, man. We wouldn't. <laughs> we, need to, we need to learn how to follow. Our position is behind Jesus. We need to stop trying to lead without following him. Because where are you taking people if it's not to him? Where's your wife going? Where are your children going if it's not to him? Position. Where is important, but how is also important. Because how many know that you can be positioned in the right place, but with the wrong attitude? How many got children in the house? How many times have you told your son or daughter to do something, and they do it? but they do it with a bad attitude. Does it sit well with you? Huh? Is this weather? Right? Go clean up your room. Boy, you better come back here. You know? That's only my, it's only my kids? It's not none of your kids? Your kids are holy and sanctified. Your kids levitate from the, from the bed. Oh. It's not just the right position that you're, it's not just the right position or place, it's the right position of your heart. Is your heart inclined? In James chapter 4, Verses 6 through 7 says this, And he gives grace generously. As the scriptures say, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. So humble yourselves before God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Second Chronicles says, The Lord's eyes go throughout the earth to strengthen those hearts who are completely his. The change doesn't need to be drastic. See, it's just a slight change that we need to make. A lot of us, when we when like, what, what is this? Like, oh, what are you doing? Right? Huh? Confusion? Right? And it's just a change. From confusion and rebellion to surrender. Confusion and rebellion to surrender. You don't have to do something big. But today you can say, my heart's attitude or position is going to change slightly. 
I'm going to stop being proud and arrogant and pretend that I have control of things. When in reality, in the last three or four years, we know exactly how much control we have. Some of us have lost friends and relatives. Some of us have been in the hospital for five or six days. Some of us have been living some crazy. We lost, we lost our jobs, careers. Things change like this. So it's not only being in the right place, but being in the right place in the right way. Because when we act proud, we can be in the right place, but the Bible says that he resists the proud. Oh, but I'm not proud because we think that proud people are just walking around like that. No, 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 no. Pride is thinking that you know better. Pride is thinking that you have the answers. Pride is thinking that you provide for yourself where everything here belongs to God. So we need to allow the Lord to make a shift in our lives so that we can live how God wants us to live. You guys here? All right. Position was number one. Number two, direction. Psalms 119, verse 105. Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light to my path. Now, pa Pastor Chris gave a great example last time when he was talking to, about being the light of the world, right? That we are the light of the world and you need to put it on top of a, of a hill and not under a table. Remember when he did that, when he did the whole thing, as, as you get higher, the sphere of light gets bigger, yes? Such a powerful example. So I'm, I'm going to jump off my pastor's back and I'm going to use a similar example. This says that, the, that, that your word, his word is a, a light unto my, my feet. Can you, can you black it out really quick? Can, how about the, the, the blue lights? Can we, there you go. See that? So the Bible says that the, his word is a light unto your feet. A lamp unto my feet, I'm sorry. A lamp. That means it's, it's his word guides your steps. Because since we're in the middle of darkness in this world, this world is not light. We're in the middle of darkness. Hold on, hold on, hold on a second. We're in the middle of darkness. We need a light to guide our steps so that we don't stumble, so that we don't trip, so that we don't fall into traps. The word of God is what keeps our feet from stumbling. You hear me? So it protects us in our stepping and it also is a light into our path. Can you put the light? It's taking a while for the light to get there too. So it doesn't only light up your feet, doesn't only protect you from stumbling, but it shows you where you're going. You see? The lamp and the light are not the same thing. The word, the word is both, but one protects you, the other one guides you. Yeah? So when we refuse, you can turn the lights back on. So when we refuse to get into the word, we don't have direction. Because if this world is darkness and we're not reading the word, which is a light, a lamp unto my feet, then how do you walk appropriately? How do you keep yourselves from falling? How do you keep yourself from failing, from stumbling? We all stumble because we're imperfect, but it shouldn't be a pattern in our lives. You understand? You hear me? 
It shouldn't be defeat, 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 victory. It should be victory, 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 defeat. Victory, 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 defeat. Right? And depending on where you are with the, with your walk with the Lord or, or in your maturity, at the end of the day, it's His strength and it's His spirit and it's His word that keeps us right. So how do you walk? And then how do you know where you're going if you're not reading the word? If his words, if you're not feeding, that's what the, the word says, not by bread alone does a man live, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of the Father, the mouth of God, he, is, he, he sustains us with his words. How many times have we been walking in life and there's been a, a struggle and all of a sudden it just takes a word from God from a brother or a sister or a preacher or in the presence and you get that word and you're like, wow, bro, I feel like I'm alive. It's because it's a lamp and a light unto your feet and your path. Us men, we spend more time watching sports than getting in God's word. I'm a Heat fan, but Jimmy Butler ain't doing nothing for your eternity, brother. Pat Riley ain't doing nothing. Tua ain't doing nothing. LeBron even less. I hope LeBron never sees this. I'm just joking, bro. <laughs> a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. How are you walking and where are you going? There needs to be a shift. So... The last point, the, the band can come up, worship team. <clears throat> Are you guys with me? Yeah. See, the thing is this. What we see... So the Bible says that the, 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 that the eyes are the windows to our soul, right, you guys? That faith comes from hearing, right, and hearing the word of God. But if you're not listening or hearing to the word of God, so then what is it that you have? Is it faith or not? You have faith in something. You hear me? It's not that you're faithless, it's that where is your faith placed? Right? Because if you're listening to the news all day, I don't know how you do it. If you're listening to the news all day, I know what your faith is placed on. It's, it's placed on all those lies that they're talking about. When all you do is, is watch TV and, and shows and, you know, and I, and I watch shows and I watch TV, I actually, I, that relaxes me. It relaxes me. But if that's what my source is, if that's all I spend my time doing, then my faith is, is in that. Oh, Pastor, your faith is in your TV? Well, yeah. Because I'm, I'm using that to alleviate my soul instead of the presence of God. And we look at things, you know what I'm saying? Like, and we start, we start placing our faith, but what we see and what we hear becomes what we think. So let's start there. If you want to shift the way you think, what are you looking at and what are you listening to? Or who are you listening to? first because you're what you hear and what you see become what you think what you think become what you do your actions 
So if you want to change your actions, you have to change what you think. But if you want to change what you think, you have to change what you hear and what you see. Because those actions become habits or tendencies. The definition of tendency is what are you inclined to do? What you're inclined to do depends who you're inclining to. What you're leaning towards in doing depends on who you're leaning towards in living. If you're inclining yourself before the Lord, then you're going to be inclined. Your tendencies, your habits are going to look like what he says you're supposed to be doing. But if what you're seeing and what you're hearing is not godly, then your tendencies and your habits are not going to be godly. And your tendencies and habits, what they do is they take you to your destiny. What you hear and see become your actions. What your actions, what you do, become your habits and tendencies. What your habits and tendencies do, they take you to your destiny. So if you're in a destiny that you don't like or you don't think is right, then you need to go back and see what you're allowing yourself to see and hear. What are you feeding yourself? You can't want one thing. It's not like one day you, you wake up and you're 450 pounds. Or it's not one day that you wake up and you're, and you're sitting in a bed with, with cancer. No, no. Or, 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 or you're dealing with something. No, it doesn't happen overnight. No, pastor, is that, you know, I ended up in, 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 a, in a strip club. No, no, no. Your sin wasn't in the scriptures. Your, your sin has been for the last six months that you've been looking at inappropriate things on your phone. Because you saw something, you thought something, you did something. Destiny. But we try to change our destiny and the shift isn't this big shift that I'm, oh, I re and you, you're driving the streets on US1 rebuking all the strip clubs. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke the strip clubs. Or I rebuke the, the, the weed shops. Or I rebuke the clubs. No, no, no. When you're by yourself in your house and in your room, what are you looking at? What do you spend hours watching on TV? Some of us watch Netflix more than we look into the scriptures. Come on now. Am I the only one? Come on, guys. Let's be real with God, man. That's what he wants. He wants us to come as we are. But it's not, I have great news. It's not a huge change. It's a slight shift. You want me to show you how easy it is? Okay. If I want to get here, I'll walk to you, brother, right? Don't hit me with a guitar. Watch me. Right, I'll walk straight, right? And I'm going to get to him. See? The enemy makes you, wants to make you think. Let's say that's the Lord, right? He wants to make you think that you made a huge decision and now you're so far away from God that you can't get him. But the truth is that all you did was do this. Look. Was that a big shift? Watch. I want to get to, I want to, get to my brother or Jesus. Did I get to him? Yes or no? Was it a big shift that I did back there? No. 
But the enemy wants to make you think that the Grand Canyon is between you and the Lord. But all the truth, the truth is that all you got to do is this. A small shift. Slightly. Just move. And guess what? You're back where you need to be. He's deceived us in thinking that we've made this huge mistake and we can get back to him. Or that we're so distant from him. Because there's only one place that your mind has changed. That you become a new person. And we're experiencing right now, but we experienced it like 30 minutes ago. It's in his presence. That's where you're transformed. That's where you're renewed. That's where your thoughts begin to shift. That's where your, where, where your desires begin to change. Don't change your destiny. You don't change your destiny by changing your destiny. You change your destiny with a small shift. What is it? What is it? Maybe it's him letting it. Look, from first to second, all it takes is this look. And letting him lead. You lead me, Lord. You lead my family. A lot of us men, me included, want our wives to submit to us. But every godly woman will submit if they're seeing Jesus. My wife would have said amen. Fellas, I, I, you, can talk my, you can talk to my wife, man. You can ask her how I, I mess up a lot. I'm asking the Lord, Lord, lead me. So today, we're here in a building called Numa with this wonderful worship ministry. Great senior pastors, great people. But my question is, what's going to shift in your life today? It's not a big change, man. Don't let him deceive you. Just move slightly in the direction of our king. That's it, man. The devil is a liar. And he wants to make you feel like you're alone and distant and that there's no hope. Come on, man. Listen, if you, you me, me and Milton, we've watched videos and, and heard about people having encountering Jesus in your dream, in their dreams. Like literally, there's people over there where there's persecution that nobody can go preach to them. And what happens? Jesus appears in their dream. Explain that to me. How, how a God that moves like that is distant from us. He's not. It's a lie. It's a lie, man. If you're young, if you're old, if, if, you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're Hispanic, if you're American, I don't care what, 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 what it is that you're going through. He's here. He's near. Come on. Just stand to your feet. Just close your eyes and we're going to finish. Let the Spirit of God just minister and lead you today into shifting what you need to shift. Thanks again for listening. 
If you liked what you've heard, subscribe to our channel and share it with others. Now, for more content from NUMA and to connect with us, visit our webpage at numachurchmiami.org. We love you and we hope to connect with you soon.